This following episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by this amazing sponsor. Recon 2017 is coming up in early May. Hosted by Historical Miniatures Gaming Society, South Chapter. This weekend-long all-gaming convention runs from Thursday, May the 4th through Sunday, May the 7th. The show will be held at the Park Inn by Radisson Resorts and Conference Center on U.S. Highway 192, almost next door to Disney. There will be nine four-hour sessions of gaming across the weekend focusing on historical war games, but also including fantasy and sci-fi war games, role-playing games, and even some board games for a total of well over 100 different game events. Special guest for the convention is writer and game designer Howard Whitehouse, who will be running a couple of games of his own and also joining a few others as a fellow player. There will be over 300 gaming hobbyists with whom to share a table and about a dozen and a half vendors on site ready to commit commerce and a wild and woolly Friday night flea market packed with great deals. Don't miss out on a great weekend of gaming in our own backyard. For more information, including pre-registration and hotel reservations, visit hmgs-south.com. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent Hello, internet. Yeah, we back in the back. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And let's do so on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems. Your Dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth. Cause it's the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Deuce from the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and we are live at location with Retro Game Treasure. We're actually in Buck's secret super lair over here, which is, I'm not going to lie, I think you need to give out like like a golden ticket in your boxes, <laughs> and like if you get the golden ticket, you can actually come to the shop one day and see it, because this is like... If I was 10, my head would explode being in here with all the video games and all the different machines. Um, it's amazing. And, of course, we love Retro Game Treasure. Uh, they've been a sponsor with us for over a year now. Um, and we're here kind of checking with Buck. I got tons of questions from him. I got tons of mailbags questions that came in from him uh, that I want to ask him. And uh, we'll just go ahead and get started. How's everything going with you, Buck? Welcome to HQ. Yeah. Bruce. Yes. This is definitely <laughs> HQ. I mean, you, you can't get no more HQ than this. Because, I mean, literally, there are video game posters on the walls. Like, I am surrounded by a wall of video games. And I'm really not bullshitting you people. Uh, like, it is an entire wall of video games in a circle that he goes and he picks for you guys from, which is... It, that's what amazed me, like coming in here, which blew me away. Because I, I, I say it all the time, and I use a big fancy word, artisanal. They're artisanal boxes because you're actually hand picking these boxes. And now that I look at it, I'm like, holy shit. And now I understand why he's got to hand pick them because there is a metric fuck ton of games in here. Yeah. It's like Blockbuster back in the day on steroids. Oh, it's like Blockbuster exploded. And they're not out happened. of anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you've got all the games. And, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I'm looking to my side. I see RoboCop and Rygar because they're in the all R's. All the NES versions. Yeah, yeah, all the NES versions. And, I mean, just crazy. Oh, you've got Turtles in Time, the Manhattan Project down there. Speaking of Turtles. <laughs> oh, number three. Turtle yeah, number three. Manhattan Project. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's really, really cool. And... We, we've been sp trying to spread the gospel <clears throat> as much as we can about the service. But, I mean, really, you can't get a better service out there when it comes to retro games. Now, we, we just talked about it earlier to explain to our listeners. You know, don't think you're going to get a 
Chrono Trigger. You're not going to get a hundred dollar game. This isn't like video game lottery. We, yeah, we shoot for the value of what yeah. you pay for the service. But yeah. I mean, the value the you get for value. games is nuts. And you've got to tell your listeners about what you just did for me and the craziness, which is the Japanese <laughs> copies of stuff. Well, I was I was educating Deuce on uh, you know looking at games that are creeping up there in value. He really wants a Mario Kart 64, which is up yeah. to a fifty dollar game. And like Deuce, we carry imports. And imports and of, super cheap. <laughs> imports of games that you don't need to read any Japanese for, like yeah. Mario Kart, yeah. is for the 64. The Super Nintendo is a great example of a game where we carry imports. You select yeah. that you're okay with imports, and if you have a Retron 5 or an import system, you can play those games without paying the prices. So, And on top of that, you don't even do, need to do that. I'm going to tell you what <laughs> Buck did, because he is the coolest <laughs> motherfucker on the planet. He went to his giant. Now, when he said he's going to make a video game chair of Madden's, he was not kidding. Yeah, like, we don't, we don't has, send Madden. We don't Madden. No, he's garbage. not going to send you any nope. garbage or nope. NBA Live or any nope. of that. If no you don't garbage. want sports, you're not getting sports. Even if yeah. you want sports, you're not getting Madden. Yeah. So he he had a whole box full of Madden's. And what was it? You said it was quarterback club it was 2001 Madden or quarterback club. Pro, whatever, yeah. So you took Crap, the don't. back off of it and then slapped the back from the quarterback club on there. So now when I go home, I can actually take this import yeah. Mario Kart yeah. and slide into my Play machine it in and it plays. And you don't even have to modify I, it. I don't yeah. have to modify. I don't have to do anything. We just bing, bang, boom, <laughs> yeah. bam, and we're ready to go. And I think that's crazy, especially now that I know how to do it. Because yeah, I'm like, right. I might be like, Buck, do you mind sending me like four or five Maddens in a box <laughs> just because I need the backs? Like, How am I going to build my <laughs> chair made out of all Maddens? Oh, that's true. If I start stealing all the backs that's true which i told him it's gonna happen i think that this is the greatest thing ever because you do a lot with ceo and you do a lot with free play florida i said i think one of the greatest things you could do is build that chair almost like the uh, throne in game of thrones and bring it with you the throne of madden or the th <laughs> the throne of sports and then you could have this huge throne that you take with you and then people can get their picture taken on it and just have like a big banner behind it that says retro game treasure so not only do people want to get their picture taken on it now you're doing viral marketing with it so for me to you, I think that is a brilliant idea. We're working on it. That'd probably go viral, viral pretty fast. I'm huh? just saying. And <laughs> on top of that, like a tired chair made out of men's. <laughs> because did I tell you about the guy who made the urinal out of men's? <laughs> That's an even better idea. No, the, I should you or not. a toilet. Make a toilet. Well, a That's what it is. We should make a toilet out of men's. Well, the uh, the urinal's a little bit better because the cleanup's easier than a shitter. Oh my god. So, funny. but he literally made a urinal out of Madden things, oh, and, and it was fully functional. It worked. So and Gross. He, yeah, so it like, but I was, I was like, talking that about is the madness, brilliant. not the urinal. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I was like, that is brilliant, and I, I don't. He must have had a business like yours, or been like maybe a mom and pop video game store or something. That's funny. But he made a urinal out of it was all like Madden's and NBA Jams and NBA Lives. Or, oh, don't forget the NBA Jam. Or not NBA Jam. I'm sorry, <laughs> NBA Live oh, okay. and like NBA. You know, yeah. all like the sports games, the hockey games yeah, that nobody sure. plays because you know. I I'm, trust me, I love sports too, but. How, how often are you going to go back and play? Unless it's yeah. like an NBA Jam yeah. or a Blitz. That's why we split yeah. those up into sport, fun, sport, you know, fun yeah. sports. And like there, in wrestling There's stuff a big too. difference yeah. between Tony Hawk and NBA Jam and, yeah. and WWF, WWE stuff and, yeah. and, and, and you know Madden and those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a small percentage of people that still like the sports, but it's a hard thing to get people to understand to spread that gospel of yeah. we're not just going to fill your box with whatever the Garbage. hell we feel yeah. like. You know, We let you set all the preferences of the consoles and the likes yeah. that you like. And that's always the joke and the meme or whatever you want to call it on Facebook whenever someone says that. Like, oh, I'm going to get a box full of Madden and E.T. And it's like, yeah. first of all, we don't even carry those games because of our box of shame. Yeah. Games that we don't carry with our service at all. Yeah. But secondly, we base it on, on what you're looking for and we shoot for the retail value of the box. So the, the idea is not to gouge you and send you crap. The idea is to grow your collection or yeah. rebuild your collection or I mean well and, and that's the thing because I actually had a conversation with somebody about your service the other day and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna leave their main, name private but basically they were saying like why why should I do this and I said well if you're looking for just a box service that's gonna give you games and it's gonna be a total surprise it's like Christmas all the time then this is for you but if you're trying to cherry pick right. like I only want Mario Kart 64 yeah. or I only want this certain game 
then maybe you should just go to like the mom and pop video game store and pick it out yeah. that way because that's not what this service is. What this service is is to fill in gaps in your collection and to introduce you things that you never knew of. Yeah. Very prime example. You gave us last time, it was Power Rangers, and they were like on bikes, and it was like a... Oh, the Zeo Rangers one. Zeo like Rangers. The Mario Kart ripoff with Power Rangers. Yeah, it's the Mario Kart ripoff with Power Rangers. It's freaking awesome, right? It is amazing. I played with my <laughs> nephews and their girlfriends two yeah. weekends ago yeah. till like 4 o'clock in the morning. Because Mode 7 and everything, it yeah. looks like it, Mario Kart. It is Mario Kart. <laughs> I don't give a damn what they say. It's yeah, Mario Kart right. with Power Rangers, but we played that thing... All night long, game, and, yeah. and it was so much fun, and that's a game I never yeah. would have gone searching for sure. or look for, but you said, trust me, you're going to like this, and I was like, okay, I trust you, <laughs> and so that's the thing when you've got Buck the Mega Buck making these boxes for you, if you tell him what you like, he can figure it out pretty easy, like, okay, this is the kind of gamer, let me find the things that they're going to really enjoy and right. like, and I think that that's, that's the kicker right there, the key to the whole, yeah. to whole deal. That's the idea, you know? We, we want to try and hit that mark, and so we give everybody yeah. full control over their 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 personal settings. Yeah. And so, so it's funny because sometimes people set all their settings and they think it's set kind of one way, and yeah. they get a box that's a little different. It's like, okay, change it up. Yeah. Change it up a little bit. If you saw in there that you didn't like this, or or if you've been subscribing for a couple of months and you've gotten a, a couple of wrestling games or something, yeah. and you're like, okay, I have a couple, like then take that off your list yeah. for a while and give us a chance to change it up because we're gonna go based on those settings every month. Right. So. So if you have those things in there, same with our wish list feature, yeah. where we're plucking games off your wish list based on our inventory, of course. Right. But we're looking at that and just trying to give you a nice variety based on your settings. So we yeah. leave it up to you as a customer to, to change up the consoles, change up yeah. the settings, change up the genres. I mean, otherwise, you will get similar games yeah. every month because you kept it the same every well, month. And we'll, we'll use our Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce account as a prime example. Like, when we first started, we really wanted Super Nintendo games and one Nintendo 64 games, and we did that for a couple months, and we're like, yeah. okay, cool. And then you added some stuff we like I really wanted, like Sega CD and Dreamcast and Sega Saturn. Right. So we switched to that, and yeah. we started getting a bunch of those. And now that... Um, I can't say why yet because Johnny's going to listen to this, but let's just say <laughs> we might have gotten a special present, and because of our special present, we're going to be able to play Japanese games now. Yeah. So, like, I'm really excited about playing Japanese games because yeah. we just had a conversation about this just a minute ago. On my holy grail of list of games that I want is I want Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is floating anywhere between 150 and almost $200. And I'm talking about a Lucy. Yeah. I'm talking about just the regular Super Nintendo cart. It's insane. Yeah. But from Retro Game Treasure, I can get a copy of Chrono Trigger, Japanese version. Yeah. I can put it in a system that reads a ROM that'll, you know, play it. Now I've got a fully playable one and I was able yeah, to do it with just a translation with the translation patch, yeah. patch mm -hmm. just because uh, that I've yeah. got a system which you guys actually happen to sell on your site. Yeah, yeah, we sell some consoles on there too, new and old ones, reproduction yeah. ones and and old ones as well, original ones as well too. Now that I think about it, he's not going to hear this until next Saturday when I show this to him. So we can <laughs> we can let the cat out of the bag now. Oh, okay, okay. Cuz he won't hear this until after he uh, actually sees funny. it. So we can let the cat out of the bag. We are now the proud owners of the Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce of uh, Retron 5, yeah. which I'm a huge fan of Hyperkin products. Yeah. Like, I love all their stuff. They make like, some cool stuff. They do, and it all works. And it doesn't work. It works really fucking well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And I know that it's like, well, shouldn't everything work like that? Sometimes in the retro game world... It's hit or miss, man, because, yeah. you, you know, you're they're trying to replicate systems that are older, and, you know, you might try and save 10, 20 bucks here by getting this version of something instead of that version, but Retron and Hyperkin always step their game up to the next level. Yeah. And I think that's really cool you have that. Yeah. And also, the cool thing, guys, if you're like, well, you know, I don't know if I want to do Retro Game Treasure, go to their website and look at their, their shop section. Yeah. You've got a ton of cool stuff in there, systems controllers just all kinds yeah. of neat things that you can you can buy and purchase that you don't have to have a membership for right. now if you do you get a reduced rate on shipping yes yeah. there makes uh, the price is really nice too yeah. because if you're you can you can get everything from like game boy sleeves nes sleeves with yeah. free shipping or you can buy things like retrons 
Right. And since we'll ship it with your box when that month comes around, right. you, you save on the shipping that because we combine wow. it with the box. So then it's just yeah. it cuts the, sh- the shipping it down cuts, a lot. It can cut the shipping down to almost in half for you too. So then it makes it a better price than most other places yeah. you're going to find on there too. It's nice. Well, there's one thing I want you to tell us about, which I guess just came out because I think this is really yeah. neat. Your three-in-one we, we adapter. We carry the Retron three-in-ones that they make now. If you own a Retron 5, these things are so killer. We're excited because they're games that we um, – we're, they're games that we carry, but they, they haven't been as popular. I think they will be more popular now. And it's a 3-in-1 adapter that plugs into the Retron 5's uh, Genesis slot. And it lets you play Sega Master System and Master System card games, the, the Slim games, and Game Gear games, the biggest yeah. thing. Because the Game Gear was such an under... I mean, Master System was too, but the Game Gear was such an underappreciated system. The, the games on that were amazing. There's a lot of really good games. There's a lot of really cool platformers. There's some really good yeah. RPGs. And the thing was, is it is so hard now to find a Game Gear that's working... And if it is, it's been refurbished by someone, and it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, because they've replaced all the capacitors and yeah. changed out and the, the screen LED and put screen lights and in and crap like that. And and so this is giving you a chance not only to play them, play them on your TV. A little little goofy looking, blown up because yeah. they're made to be so small. But there are just some, even some of the Sonic games that are on that console are just you know. And they great had an X Men game and a Spider Man game. They had they two X Men games. Yeah, the nice. Game Masters Legacy or whatever the one was. And yeah, I mean there, there's two X Men platformers for that and. I, mean, I think there was a Spider-Man as well, and I remember Aladdin was really good for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of those, uh, just just some good games that didn't get a lot of play, and that's just, I've been waiting yeah. for that adapter. I knew, I've known about that adapter for about four months now. Oh, really? Haven't to, yeah, I haven't been able to say anything, and they haven't hadn't given a price, so they were getting us sent out. But these things, I mean, they're, they're not very cheap. This adapter, I think, retails for like 75 80 bucks. Oh, wow. It's an add-on to the Retron 5, but considering how much it'll cost you, just to buy a master system, yeah, hundred bucks. Yeah, just to buy a, a a game gear that works, you know, yeah. probably close to that too, if you're lucky. But see, then that opens up like for us here at the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce, that opens up a whole new like we can get Sega Master System games now. Yeah. We can get Game Gear games now. Like pretty much now with with these two systems, there, to my knowledge, isn't anything I think that you guys have that we can't play. Um, there, you know, uh, and as far as cartridge stuff, yeah, you've got like Atari Twenty Six Hundred. It can't play, yeah. which we carry those, but they're not yeah. as popular. A lot of old school gamers really, really like them. Yeah, and then N Sixty Four, but yeah. I think, and that's because of the way the hardware works in the N Sixty Four. It right. couldn't, but I think they're working on a standalone N Sixty Four clone console too. I, I wouldn't be surprised because I think. And, and and this may be a little bit of me reading into it, just because I am having a Nintendo sixty four Renaissance myself. <laughs> but I, th- to me, when I'm talking to my friends that are now getting into the retro stuff, yeah, like for a hot minute there, me and Johnny were all about the Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Sure. But as of late, we have really gotten back into the sixty four games, and I think that that would be cool, yeah. especially if they have any kind of way to upres it or make it look better. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, but a lot of these will have native HDMI yeah. output on those, too, which is way cool, especially for, like, the N64. Yeah. It could benefit. I mean, NES only benefits so much from yeah. an HDMI. You know, you don't, it lacks, like, the scan lines and yeah. such. But an N64 would be, I mean, really killer on that. And you're, and in that case, too, you're really just talking about cartridge games because I think you guys even added, like, PS2 to your list on we those did, as well, too. We did because Johnny has yeah, a PS. It's great stuff. Goodness gracious. He has a PS1, PS2, Sega Saturn, Sega Dreamcast. Um, I'm missing one in there. There's another uh, CD-based one he has, too. The only thing I don't think he has is a GameCube because he's got a PS1 and PS2. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I keep telling him because the mom and pop game stores sell GameCubes for like 50 bucks. Yeah, that's about so, what they go for. Yeah, so we like, sell them for, give or take, when we have them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that might be another way to look, too. <laughs> so, um, But I think that, that that would be another one that's really cool. Um, but also, can you tell us about the AVS? Because you were showing that to me. Is that something you <laughs> the Bentley of the Nintendo the Bentley collectors? Nintendos? Yeah. yeah, because you sell those on <laughs> we do. On, on the website. The as well. nice guys at, at Retro USB make those. It's an awesome console. They they took it's you know a lot of times the Retron Five doesn't suffer too much, but pretty much all the clone consoles suffer from yeah. issues with NES games. You right. know, Dracula's Curse, the audio won't play or it won't play the game at all, and and a handful of games that don't play right or like some of those Sega clones are yeah. gross. Like that that little at games, the tiny, teeny, tiny one. Oh, yeah, 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 the one that we were selling. If, with, like, if, if, you're, two, like, yeah. if you're like a, a collector like me, if you go to pop in a game or one of those, you can just tell that, like, 
every the music in every game is like a half a pitch higher than it's supposed to be because mm. it's just not processing it right. Yeah. It's not built, and that's licensed by Sega to some Chinese or Taiwanese company, right. but it's just not right. And so these guys took the guts out of actual NES consoles, right. and they took the actual four scores, like the four-player adapters, so it's right. built into that. And then they have a, both an, a, a, a re-engineered their awesome NES and Famicom slots, so you can play Japanese Nintendo in it too. Oh, nice. And it has built-in HDMI native resolution output. So yeah. I mean, just as crisp as you're ever gonna see your your NES games come out of that thing. And they're just, just a, it's just a gorgeous machine, you know. Yeah. I mean, they're not cheap. They retail for like 175 or 180 bucks. Yeah. But as a, as an NES like connoisseur yeah. it is it's like it's like the bentley of any because it's just it's there's nothing wrong with it yeah <laughs> like it's perfect. That, it uses original controllers with original parts and it has no security chip issues now what's the retail on that i think it is like 170 170 bucks. bucks yeah I mean, just but still i mean bucks. because the thing is is if you want to get just a, a regular nintendo now they're over 100 bucks they're getting up. The top loaders definitely are. The toasters are getting pretty close, yeah, in a lot yeah. of those. And same thing, too. That's that's hardware that's, you know... The, the, it's, the, the, you know, 30 yeah, years old at The this moving point. parts. It's capacitors yeah. and things like that that go bad. And so when these guys use original hardware, they're changing all that kind of stuff yeah. out. It's the circuit boards that's important because the security, the lockout chip and all right. that stuff. Half the time, an NES doesn't work anymore because of that lockout chip because the yeah. connectors or something is dirty or capacitors are blown and it just thinks it's a bootleg game. Yeah. And you have to, if you want to, open it up and clip that little pin and yeah. that still doesn't work sometimes to do it. So you're way better off getting the AVS. See, that, yeah. that would be the way I would think to go. I mean, if you're going to go. Now, the good thing is with the Retron 5, we can go ahead and oh, play yeah. our Nintendo games yeah. on it. So, you can, you um, can play all that stuff for yeah. sure. Just uh, that, yeah, that, that ABS is a, you yeah. know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 like, literally, I think he had half a chub when it's he was the, showing it to the, me. It's the T-bone stick. Yeah, he, you were so excited about that thing that it was awesome. Um, uh, you know, I'm not, I, li I love Hyperkin's products, and so when it comes to clone consoles, theirs is probably, especially the re-engineered Retron 5 where the pins don't have the death grip. But the uh, that they're probably our, our favorite when it comes to that stuff. But when it comes to just NES, that that ABS is 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 pretty awesome. So we don't sell a ton of them because they are they are a little bit pricey. But they are they are still really awesome. I love mine. No, like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It's definitely something that might be going on the Happy Hour Johnny Deuce <laughs> wish list just because of the fact that I was like, you know, that's really cool because Johnny Johnny got. I don't know if it's a Retron. Or not, but it's basically it's like a. There's a lot of those clone systems out. Yeah, there. but it, all it plays is like Nintendo. Like right. it doesn't do anything but Nintendo because right. there's a lot of those too. Yeah, yeah, because what happened was we ran into this problem. We went and we looked at the mom and pop shop that we got locally, and they wanted God, I want to say they wanted like eighty bucks or something for like for a the toaster for the toaster, yeah. not for the top loader for the Which toaster. Unfortunately, is not. Yeah. I mean, look, guys, it's a yeah. collectible hobby. These, yeah, these prices have always they're I, always in flux. I always make you know? the joke about Friday the Thirteenth for the NES. Yeah, for a couple of reasons. One, as kids, that game was hard as balls. balls. Two, as adults, that game is still pretty hard as balls. Mm -hmm. But with the internet and everything else, it's it's beatable now. It's just yeah. difficult. But that ten years ago, that was a five seven dollar game, game all day long, and if you look at those retail prices of it now, yeah. it is hard to find that game for less than eighteen twenty bucks. Now. Yeah, it's like a twenty dollar game. And, and as a collector myself, for you know literally twenty five years now, that's that's a sticker shock thing to a lot yeah. of us that have been in the hobby for a lot. Like, man, I would never want to pay twenty bucks for a Friday the Thirteenth. It's like, well. Then if you don't own a copy, you never you're never gonna because yeah. that's how they're not gonna go down. They're not gonna go down. That's the same thing. Like it blew my mind. Like I saw the the Nightmare on Elm Street game. It's like thirty five dollars now. That that one's always been a little bit higher. I don't know if that's because they made less or, or or what, but yeah. or just because Freddy's always been so popular. Maybe. Hey, but I then love it, Jason. Come well, on. I mean, yeah, I mean they're both <laughs> the heavy hitters in the horror community. I've got a picture of me with Kane Hodder with me and a, oh, and nice. a death grip over there somewhere in the in HQ here. Oh, nice. <laughs> but but see, and that's the thing though is that the price are always going to go up which i bring back to you again is one of the one of the great options with retro game treasure because prime example like i didn't know this super mario world's almost 30 dollars now easy yeah, yeah easy. So it's like well if i turn on hey i want imports yeah i could sure. probably get in one of my boxes a you know a super mario world oh yeah and you sure. don't need to read it no, to play no, super mario no, world like Mar super mario kart 2 same way or, yeah. super, or super mario kart rather yeah 
you don't need to read it. And then yeah. you could play it on your Retron right. if you had something like that. With so, those I mean, ones that are creeping up in their price, yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're saying, you know, look, am I a collector versus uh, am I a player or am I, am I a hybrid of both? Yeah. And that's why we give all those options. Because if you're not okay with imports because yeah. you don't like that, you just don't select don't that as an option. It. You'll never get any. And but, also, I think, don't you have an option on there where you can select how, if you want the game, you want it with the box? As well, there's there's choices on there for that as well too, and okay. that's that's sometimes like a special request we'll do okay. when people ask. But we will do it, and you just gotta keep in mind same thing. It, then it limits your what you can it, get. Right. We'll have some people that'll say specifically for my PS2 games, I like them to be in box if possible. Okay. And so you know, just keep in mind if our inventory is fifty fifty, it, yeah. it cuts in half the availability. If you had you know, Silent Hill 2 on your wish list, yeah. but we only happen to have a loose copy this month, yeah. then you're, you're not getting Silent Hill 2 if you right. were being, you know, picky about the, the, the that there too. The condition of the games is always good, and the playability is one of the things we always are going to cover for you if there's a problem. Yeah, and this is one thing I want to say, just, and it's not because, you know, he's he's a sponsor or anything like that. I, I'm telling you this, to listeners, man-to-man, because I've walked around here today in HQ, like, <laughs> I shit you not, we spent two hours just basically shooting the shit. But he, he walked me over here, and he's like, I want to show you something. And he showed me these boxes, and they were all games that he was not going to let people get. They played, they worked, but either the the label was scratched, yeah. or they looked dirty, yeah. or he's like, I'm not going to put this in a box because this isn't something I would want. So right. Buck is looking out for you guys as a consumer, and he's not going to put his seal of approval on something if he doesn't agree with it. Right, we're always trying to keep them as best condition as we can. I mean, if, even yeah. if a label is is nicked or torn, if yeah. it's not really minor, yeah. it's just not something that it's just not you know that's something we dabble with. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that works out perfect. So you know, <laughs> you can look look at all the games around here. You can oh, see. <laughs> I, I'm shitting you not, guys. And, and I and I wish this the is wall o n e s. Yeah, the wall o n e s. These games, I'm I'm shitting you not, guys. It literally looks like he somehow had a time machine and brought him back because like I'm looking right now. This was was actually one of my favorites oh, TNC the tnc surfing, surfing. Yeah. yeah i played the hell out of this as a kid <laughs> and like i'm looking at it and it, it's brand new like it's pretty nice it the the the, the cartridge itself is cherry but on top of that the sticker is mint pretty good yeah. like really yeah. really mint and i've yet to walk through anything that wasn't in your box of trash <laughs> that didn't look if it not 100%, at least yeah. 95%. It's got to look really, really yeah. good. I mean, rental stickers is probably the only place where we draw the line because sometimes you just can't remove those. But yeah. I, I really I really enjoy those sometimes. See, I do too. If because, it's got a clean yeah. Blockbuster yeah. sticker on it. or You like, gave us a couple of those on there. And, like, <laughs> it was funny because, okay, my nephews have been spending a lot of time with me lately. And their girlfriends will come over too and we're hanging out and playing games. And, like, we had explained to one of them what the fuck a Blockbuster was. Nice. She was you like, do, though. Yeah, she was like, what? And I'm like... No, you used to go to rent. You mean Redbox? I'm like, no, not motherfucking Redbox. In college, <laughs> yeah. they still probably have to know what a, a blockbuster needs to be explained to them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. literally, because he's he's a freshman, and then my other nephew is uh, in college or high school. He's a freshman in college, right? And then the other one's a either a sophomore or junior in right. high school. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. they didn't. They were like, if I mean, you look at the age of these games and yeah. why we carry stuff that's basically older too. Yeah. You've got you've got a kid like your nephew that's that's a freshman in college. Yeah, and the PS2 was his console. Yeah, like yeah. like the way the NES or the SNES or the Atari ours, for some yeah. of us was our console. You know, it, games it, for the last thirty years and now forever as an industry, there's always going to be. There are kids in high school that that the Xbox 360 was their yeah. console, and not even the original brick the Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, and that's that's just how old some of those are. The Wii is ten years old, for God's sakes. Yeah, you know, uh, it's been ten years since that console came out, which to me <laughs> is nuts when you think right. about it. But actually, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back because you hit on something that I wanted to talk about <laughs> with Nintendo. And we'll be right back with more of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Buster Cherry Tattoo and Boutique. Award-winning artist. Pin-up and pop culture specialist. Tattoo and piercing. Permanent and temporary makeup. Hottest styles of vintage clothing. And much, much more. Find them in Bradenton, Florida and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Buster Cherry Tattoo at 606 Manatee Avenue, Bradenton, Florida, 34205. And what's their number, Deuce? Give them a call at 941-725-4042. 
1845. That's Buster Cherry Tattoo and Boutique. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. And what, what do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. We're back with the happy hour of Johnny and Deuce. Well, here's one thing I wanted to ask you about because I actually got to get hands on with it for just a little bit today is a switch because you got oh, yeah. a switch. Yeah. I want like I want to just pick your brain. Like, what are yeah. your thoughts about being a new switch owner? Like wh- the highs, the lows. Sure. Wh- what are you thinking? I, I wasn't even completely sold on it, and I didn't pre-order it when it when it was coming up. Um, just because Zelda is great, I love Zelda. but oh, yeah. we didn't know how good that's. It's a good yeah. Zelda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't quite know how good that Zelda but it, was. It but it turned out to be a really, really like, good. I'm an old yeah. school gamer, and I'm like, man, this is competing with Link to the Past right now for like best Zelda, and that's wow. about the highest you could set that bar. And um, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, the library is super thin. Yeah. I'm not done with Zelda yet, so it yeah. doesn't matter because it's a Zelda machine. Yeah. But once that once that I'm done with that game, the library is 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 really super thin. So nice. that's that's got to fill out a bit. Um, you know the functionality is a blast. I really love the the takeoff controllers, yeah. the little dog ear controller. I don't. I'm not a very tall dude or big dude, yeah. so I don't have huge hands or anything. Yeah, because that was the only thing I was yeah. gonna comment on. It's like right. when when I held the single ones by themselves in my hand because yeah. I've I'm a big guy, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, and I've got big hands and that. I didn't like, but when you put them, what do they call that? The dog ear? Uh, that's what they're calling. Okay, because well, it ba- looks like the floppy, like dog, uh, dog ears. ears. It looks okay. like floppy dog well, basically, ears. Basically, yeah. they give you a plastic piece that you can slide both them into, yeah. and it makes like a little controller. Yeah, that I like. That yeah, felt good, good in my hand. Yeah, it's good. And it also made me think twice about getting that pro controller because the pro controller is like seventy or eighty bucks. Yeah, I think it's like seventy bucks. And yeah, I, I, after playing with the dog ear one that comes yeah. with the console, I'm like, I, I don't think I don't know if you need to blow the seventy bucks, bucks. on that just to get a connected D pad as opposed to four individual buttons, which doesn't. Yeah. Maybe other games later on will will. You know, well, the only other reason I was thinking about getting it with the D pad is because what I'm excited about getting it mostly for is for me it's going to be kind of like a retro box in a way when the virtual store opens up like they're going to have the street fighter 2 new challengers that they're putting out on it it's and, like it the funniest thing about it is i think it's called like final version yeah and that's just fucking funny yeah like, talking about capcom and street fighter like so let me get this straight this is the final version of a game that came out in like 1992 yeah yeah <laughs> exactly, but for that, I think having that D pad would actually work yeah. better. But I, I mean, but I then how many this. times are you going to need it? You I don't know what see I mean? the switch. Look, if if I'm going to play Street Fighter and I don't have a six button layout, I don't want it. Oh really? I don't want shoulder buttons. You get so yeah. spoiled by it. You know, rest in peace, Mad Cats. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I want to talk to you yeah. about that too. But uh, if I don't have a, si- I mean, I'm spoiled by their arcade sticks now. But if I don't have a six button layout, I don't want to play Street Fighter. So I don't really see it as as that yeah. kind of that kind of console. It's got some good indie games out for. It. Yeah, you know, I'm a little bit of a steam head, so it's cool to yeah. see like the Blaster Master remake and some other games like well, that. Well, I think that it'll be a nice bridge for people. Like, I don't have a PC, so yeah, for, for a sure. person like me, I can get a Switch, and games, now yeah. I can use it as like a Steam box yeah. too. So, I mean, for me, I'm having it fill in a lot of gaps mm-hmm. in my gaming yeah. that I that I need filled, yeah. which I think will be perfect. Plus, and not to sound like a complete weirdo, but I did actually have to go through your garage, so I saw that you've got, like, two or three, like, Super Street Fighter Five like, gaming sticks. Oh, yeah. So that's got to be pretty cool, having those to play with. Yeah, we yeah we had them as some sponsors for some events we helped with years ago, some anime conventions and stuff. Nice. But, um, 
the the those switch controllers, the the little ones, you know, I, it'll the, it'll be interesting when like the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe comes out. Yes. Because then you're actually holding it sideways like an NES controller. Yes. Because right now, the only time you take them off separately is for like one, two switch. Yeah. And for the most part, you're either rotating the controller or you're just using the R or L button as yeah. like a trigger. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter that it's small because you're not you're not playing like Mario Party. You're not yeah. moving the analog stick. You're not hitting yeah, yeah. the different buttons with it and everything else. And so that'll be a little more interesting because yeah. aside from little kids using those, like, yeah, that'll be kind of, it, it, I don't know. See, and and here's the other reason I wanted the Pro Controller is for Mario Kart. Yeah. Because I just think having, number one, I've got big hands, and two, like, especially now that I felt it by itself, that little thing, I do not want to play on that. Oh, yeah. No, like, that would be terrible. Yeah, so Even I want, me, like, uh, a yeah. big one. But that'll be, that, that's tough, though, because then it's like, okay, now you're pretty much playing online with people. You're not having people over and playing, because now you're asking all of your friends to hold the shitty little itty-bitty thing while you well, play with the Pro Controller. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, the only other thing is, well, that's true. The <laughs> only other thing, too, is couldn't I put the two of them in the dog ear thing, and if I've got the Pro and they've got the dog ear, now we've got two to controllers? To play two players, yeah. yeah. I, th I think that'll work, work That'll work. But that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe supports eight players local. Yeah. So well, I'm, I can tell you right now, I'm not, I'm not buying eight controllers. Your, your monkey ass better bring Same some thing, over. They sell those Joy Cons in a pair for like seventy bucks. Yeah. So you're buying two controllers, I guess. Yeah. But for certain games, I just because I that was a funny thing. It's like the Joy Cons, the two of them by themselves were seventy, and yeah. the Pro was actually, I think the Pro was sixty. I think the Pro Somewhere was ten dollars less, yeah, maybe, yeah. than the than the two Joy Cons. But like, yeah. everything is such short run now that. You oh can't even God. go to the store or and online get and get anything except for the gray Joy Cons. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like I wanted to buy. I got. I got the gray one because it was a bundle. Yeah. I wanted to get the colored ones. Yeah, to the have red, two blue. more, and just yeah. to have them. And you can sometimes buy the the set of reds or the set of blues. And sometimes, but they don't sell them together. They do, but you can't you find can't them. You can't find them. Anywhere. Same thing with the pro controllers. It's getting kind of hard to find them. And they yeah. once they get more in stock, but I don't know. It's a little bit of Nintendo doing its Nintendo thing. Like they've got some solid stuff. Yeah. And then they've got their experimental crap. Yeah. And stuff like One Two Switch plays off the Wii a little bit, but like the Mario Kart Eight yeah. with a bazillion local players, that's their experimental thing because they're yeah. asking. I don't. I don't know. I just. I. I know they're gonna feel out and see how it goes. But it, it might hurt the console overall. Just trying to hawk controllers at seventy bucks a piece. Well, you can that, only buy those little things. Yeah, and that's I think where you're going to start hitting a big wall because yeah. they're so expensive. Like prime example, because I'm a cheap ass. Um, I got an Xbox One from a buddy of mine for a steal. He it was like an original like day one one, and it's got the day one controller. Well, my headset, the one I'm wearing now that I do the show with, my my cans, if you will. It has to use that little adapter to plug in. Right. And it sounds like horseshit. Yeah. I mean, these are great. I mean, these are MLG Pro, you know, Something cans. Others, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Turtle Beaches, because that's oh, all okay. I buy. Oh, I yeah. only buy Turtle Beaches. Oh, okay. So, it's not this thing's problem. It's the shitty adapter. Uh, so, now I've got to go and buy an Xbox One controller. Right. Well, those fuckers right. are like sixty dollars. So I'm like, I could go buy, buy an new... Astro headset for like three hundred bucks. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I was like, so long story short, I'm probably gonna have to get another controller here. Right. I think what I'm gonna do is drag my ass until Black Friday and see if they don't do a special. Because usually yeah. Black Friday they'll mark the controllers down to like forty, fifty bucks, and then I might just pick I up another one. I guess just depends. Same thing, but it's like look at the the Wii, uh, Wii the like the Wii and Wii U or whatever they were yeah. classic controllers. I mean, yeah. they had to plug into a Wiimote, some yeah. of them, but they were only like. 30 or 40 bucks, yeah. which, I mean, I guess controllers are getting a little more expensive when they put so much shit in them now, but yeah. still, that's, that's you know, you're replacing the purchase of a new game with yeah. another freaking controller, controller, which just sucks, you yeah. know, when you're wanting to do some, some lap gaming with some couch gaming with well, your buddies. And that's than the thing, it's like, and I think that's why I've, I'm very reciprocal with my with my gaming period I'm very reciprocal because like I'll I'll be gaming hardcore for a while mm -hmm. and then I'll good like word. Yeah. what's that? good word yeah uh, oh yeah explains it well yeah yeah <laughs> and then I'll go and like I'll start watching TV or movies or like I'll get into a Netflix show and start right. benching that and then right. I come back right but especially with my gaming it's very reciprocal with the retro gaming and lately I've been doing more retro gaming and right. nine times out of ten it's because a okay my nephews are coming. I only have two Xbox, uh, or not Xbox, two N64 controllers. I can get two more for $30. Right. You know, so it's like, shit, I'll just go, like, prime example. I'm probably going to buy two more at some point today, so then I can play Mario Kart with them. So it's like, well, 
that's 30 bucks. That's not a big damn deal. You know, unlike if I have to go get another controller for him to say, play the Xbox with me. Because lately we've been playing, if it's new stuff, my PS4, because they have a PS4 too and they got their own controllers. So it makes it easier. But that, and with the retro stuff, it's so easy just to plug and play. Like, yeah. we can just, like, that, that, <laughs> I bring it up again, that silly ass, uh, the, the, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger deal. <laughs> like, we were playing the shit out of that. But we just, get that all the time, that folks are just like, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's a couple different types of collectors, and yeah. the ones that are just getting back into it, they just, they only want the Marios, yeah. they only want the Mario Karts, they only want the Zeldas, and it's like, those are really good games. They yeah. are pricey, pricey games. And you're not going to find them in your boxes. They're, they're, well, unless you get some, some of them, some, yeah. of them, some of them we get U.S. copies as well, too, but they are, they end up being a little, they end up taking up a good chunk of the value of yeah. your box, and they're not a high quantity item you get, we get a ton yeah. of, you know, and so, but then as you start to collect a little bit more and you start to get a few more, you start to realize like, well, you know, the NES had like 900 games in the US, yeah. and the SNES had like 400 games, and the PlayStation 1 had like 1,200 games, yeah. and the PS2 had like 1,500 games. Yeah. There's a lot of games out there that you, you never, never played, played and you never knew existed. Yeah. And so next thing you know, you're like, I really like puzzle games. And it's like, well, I, I, I bet you I've got a handful of puzzle games you've never even heard of, let alone played. played. Yeah. And you probably would freaking love them, whether, yeah. it's, whether it's, you know, a, a Wario's Woods for the SNES or like an yeah. Intelligent Cube for the PS1. Yeah. I mean, there's some really cool games in all these different genres. genres. I mean, look at the front of the PS2 section over here, and you go from... You go from at the beginning fifty cents bulletproof to at the end, you know, you got Teen Titans or Resident Evil Four or Shinobi or yeah. uh, Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. I mean, yeah. we just covered five genres in five it, games. Yeah, you know what I mean, exactly. everything from kids games to really mature games to weird Japanese RPGs. You yeah. know, and you can go all over the place. And that's the thing, like with the GameCube, because that was the one system I told Johnny. I said I really think you need to. To, to pick up just because of the fact that there are some great yeah. Zelda games on there. The, the Metroid Prime series is phenomenal. Got some yeah. Soul Calibur, Resident Evil, and Metroid Primes right there. Right there. And those are all top-notch games. And those are all games you can get in your retro game treasure box. And, you know, there's so, there's so many games out there. And it opens up, especially if you have a lot of retro systems, it opens up a whole new world to you, but it also opens up a world of, games that you would never know of like I, I keep coming back to the you know the power rangers if it wasn't for you saying hey you need to check this out this is pretty cool that's great and now that we've got the retron 5 at our disposal now a whole new door has even been open for us because now we can get the japanese imports because trust me I, i'm not gonna lie and i'm not giving them free plugs uh <laughs> our little mom and pop store has a bunch of like import stuff and he can't move them because nobody has systems that'll play them sure so and when they're like totally random too yeah. you don't know what that is yeah you have no you look at that and you go i don't know if that's a platformer or an rpg or literally shooter, you I don't have no, yeah I have no idea. like unless i can right. like plug it in and right. see what it is i've got yeah. no clue what this so we is. have all ours yeah. categorized like that so yeah. if you have those categories on there it's going to be one of those categories that you yeah. pick there too which i think is brilliant but i mean it, it adds just so much so much more to it and so many more levels and stuff. And, you know, Johnny even got a, a Game Boy Advance today, or a Game Boy Color, I'm sorry, um, which is cool because that's something you guys carry, uh, too. You carry yeah. all, like, the portable stuff. Oh, yeah, we carry the – I mean, we carry all the games, obviously, too, and we sell the the, the handhelds in our console shop as yeah. well, the original ones. Right. They don't make any good – I think Ret I think Ret Hyperkin is working, actually, on a Game Boy only, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance only adapter, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but, but I sent the link those, to that to Johnny the other day, that, and it looks cool. That as got shit. put on a handful of April Fools lists because it, really? it came out right around yeah. then. So people were like, "Oh, it's an April Fools joke." It's like, no, that's actually a, a concept thing. design. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, the thing that's <laughs> interesting though is because the Retron Five plays yeah. Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy, Boy Advance has a slot in the front. Right. But they're talking about just a standalone to play those portables. But yeah, we carried so many of those, and it's funny the Game Boy Advance. If, if for anybody out there that missed the Game Boy Advance, yeah. there's not a lot of us that did. But like yeah. for me, the Game, I never played any. The Game so Boy I'm Advance was out those. when I was in college. Okay, that's when it was pretty big. I had an Advance and then an SP when I was in college, and so I did play a lot of it. Right. The Game Boy Advance was basically the Super Nintendo two. Yeah, I, I mean it was. It, yeah. it was it was handheld, of course, but but the games that it had for it yeah. were just a little bit prettier than Super Nintendo in yeah. most of the case. But they were almost all, you know, sprite stuff. And they were all either re-releases or follow-ups or sequels yeah. of the same caliber. I mean, Mario Kart 
you know, circuit was on the Game Boy Advance, and it right. was like a beefed up version of, of Super, Super Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. And Metroid Fusion and, and, and you know, Metroid, uh, the Mission Zero, um, yeah. all those were just gorgeous. Like, one was a remake of the original Metroid, but they looked yeah. like Super Metroid on steroids. Yeah. And all the RP, they re released a bunch of the Final Fantasies. Yeah. And games like Golden Sun yeah. and Tony Hawk's and all of those games, they had this nice hybrid of what was coming out at the time on the current consoles, like right. PS1 and the original Xbox, but it was all in the vein of the Super Nintendo. Right. So the Game Boy Advance just had a killer library. So being able to play it on a console like a Retron 5 and that, whatever they're going to call it, Retron Boy or Hyper yeah. Boy or Mini Retron or something, being able to play that in that console setting is, is pretty cool too. Well, and, and here's the other thing, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Okay, now we've got a Retron 5. It's got a Game Boy Advance slot. Yeah. I bet the Game Boy Advance versions are cheaper to get than the Super Nintendo versions. They're 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 not as old. Yeah. So that for for a couple things they 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 made more of them because gaming right. became much more mainstream. Right. They made more of them. It's they they were a little easier to get beat up because yeah. a lot of kids owned them. They were yeah. small, you yeah. know, you, you know, labels and dogs chewing on them and all kinds of stuff like that too. Yeah. But for a lot of those games, they printed much more of them. Okay. Which means the prices are a little more reasonable. Yeah. And they haven't quite gotten to that bubble yet. Like, yeah. like N64, it, its bubble just started and is getting pretty pretty bad. Pretty like bad. Its prices are starting to go Super Skyrocket. Nintendo route. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Like, good luck. Your Conqueror's bad for a day. A hundred yeah. bucks now. You know, easy, loose copy, whatever. And, and the Game Boy Advance hasn't really hit that bubble yet. Well, let me give you an example. Legend of Zelda and Link to the Past. First Zelda game I ever played. It. Well, no, take it back. I did beat the one on the NES. But that was the, the first one I actually, like, really remember. Like, it was hard. And, like, it... Oh, such a good game. Man. Such a good game. That game is probably, what would you say, about $75 somewhere in there? The loose, cop, the a loose, loose copy? A loose copy for Super Nintendo. Uh, maybe a little less than that, but yeah. But, like, I mean, 60 they're up there. Oh, yeah, there? they're, they're okay. in that ballpark. Yeah. Okay. You could get a Link to the Past for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Probably for, like, yeah. 30 Less than that. Yeah. Yeah, less than so that. So it's the same game. Yeah. It's actually going to look better. And they made two versions for the Game Boy Advance. They oh, do they? They made a version that also came with uh, four swords built into it, too. So oh, you get really? two games in one. Oh, wow. So you could get that. You could plug it into your Retron 5. Yeah. You could play it on your TV. Yeah. And it would just be the same, if yeah. not better, yeah. than playing on the Super Nintendo. Plus, they did a classic uh, line on the Game Boy Advance. So you can get... The first or the second Legend of Zelda, yeah. The original Metroid, the original Ice Climbers. Yeah. There's, there's a whole slew of. I remember of games those they because they actually the made them look like the yeah. original black covers, label. the black, black label, label ones, yeah. which was cool. Yeah. And it, like you said, or like I said, you know, I think those would be a cheaper route to go because you know a, a Metroid or original Legend of Zelda or Legend yeah. of Zelda Two, I'm sure, is probably getting yeah. to be pretty expensive yeah. now. The, and the, so the kicker is, is that it's they're still not as easy for people to play. Hence this 3-in-1 adapter that yeah. lets you play the Game Gear games on your Retron. Right. But, you know, if you or I are going to sit down and hang out and play the NES together or something like that, right. we can't really do that with Game Boy Advance unless we have a console like this. Right. And so there's a lot more NESs and N64s out there in the world than there are Retron 5s. There's, right. uh, there's all those Game Boy Advances out there, right. but you're not going to sit down and play with your friend and play a Game Boy Advance. So it still becomes a console that's not... As yeah. in high demand, that's good for collectors. It's good for collectors and it's good for consumers. Because but people got to kind of jump on that that bandwagon with the retro bandwagon, right? Yeah. Like for us, you know, the percentage of people that have Game Boy Advance on their list of consoles they want yeah. is not quite as high as as some of the the NESs and the SNESs or even like the Genesis in a lot of cases. Yeah, um, but I think that 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 right there is brilliant, and I think it just opens up just a whole new world of gaming to your clientele especially if yeah. they just go ahead and bite the bullet and get a retron 5 and then the other good thing is this thing's pumping out in 1080p folks yeah it's got the hdmi i yeah. mean uh, and the controllers are wireless like yeah. i'm not gonna lie i'm ex super excited to get cool. home i mean for the older games you don't you don't benefit a whole lot from the up resolution it's the clarity that you get you know well it's the clarity get, and it's also just being able to hook it up to newer tvs you get the it's like um i don't know if you saw or not but there was a huge um <coughs> Uh, photo photo dump of somebody recovered literally like you remember those zip discs like those thick blue oh yeah, 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 yeah they were like floppy disks they were thicker and they yeah. were like a hundred megs or something yeah. somebody recovered some of those from like a Nintendo warehouse or, or a video oh, wow. or no a uh, like a like a magazine warehouse or something and so what happened was it had 
the source screenshots and stuff in it from a bunch of magazines and like uh, what was what's the name of that old that Japanese uh, game convention that they have every year they've been having for like Galaxy I can't remember the name of it right now but my point was is they, it was cool they were showing these side by sides of yeah. here's all the preservation of this that existed before and it's a yeah. scanned it's a scanned picture of like an early version of Ocarina of Time and it's oh, wow. pretty gritty you yeah. know it's pretty gritty and then the side by side of here's the original screen capture from Nintendo for that convention they were using yeah. it for and there's these guys that are historians that are kind of preserving all that stuff and it's just cool to kind of see the difference in the quality of what what they're getting with with that you know and that's kind of the difference with the retron too you're just you're getting a nicer or clearer picture you're losing well, the scan lines you're losing the fuzz well that and the other thing is like prime example i'm lucky because my my big tv in the living room is newer so it actually has a coaxial in the back right. it has a three prong but it has hdmis as well I say the coaxial it comes through looking like crap though even on a newer oh, tv oh yeah it yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah it just it looks like horseshit but <laughs> it, it but especially stretched that big oh like oh my god yeah. TV oh my god mine's like 65 like inches and it Link's looks nose is made of four pixels oh man i was huge. trying to play jurassic park on it and like the dinosaurs looked all jacked. <laughs> the genesis version yeah the genesis version the, the like the raptor looks all Sir, <laughs> yeah, it looks all jacked up. Um, but no, but it, the cool thing with this is it'll plug into all newer TVs because it's got the HDMI. It, it it saves me a step because I actually had an HDMI converter. So I was yeah, having to plug yeah. it into the converter yeah. and then go out to the TV. I have one of those. This has got it already too. you know, built yeah. in. Yeah. I mean... I know we've kind of been fluffing Hyperkin for the past hour, but yeah, I'm okay good, with it. This good is stuff. Awesome. And we sell their products too, but it's yeah. but it's cool on that. I mean, a lot of these old games, the save batteries uh, are, are are done. They're just, yeah, they're done. They're dead. Well, I loved what you told me, and I don't know if you told it to me on air or not. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have you say it again. But you said, okay, I get a copy of one of my Holy Grail games, um, Chrono Trigger. Yeah. I pop the game yeah. in. It it saves it automatically to the hard drive in this thing. Yeah, it kind of like dumps the. Fi- it's kind of like back in the day when like if you put a high score on an arcade machine, but when yeah. they turned off the arcade machine at light, you lost all the scores, yeah. right? And so it, it dumps the 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 game file to the console, but it doesn't know one. You could have two copies of the same game, and it wouldn't know one from the other because it just it just copies that. Now, and if it I uses unplug- like save states kind of thing. If I unplug this from the wall, does that disappear? It saves it to its RAM, so it okay. won't lose any. So of that it won't stuff. lose it. So yeah, it'll still be there. It saves all that kind but of I stuff. But I think that's awesome because the problem we're running into batteries are games be now, batteries are dying. Yeah. So they weren't made to last that long. No. They dry up. Yeah. They made, I mean, even like uh, Pokemon games for the, the Game Boy. Yeah. They just weren't made to last that long. And, and we, we we don't really tamper with the batteries because then you're tampering with the original game. And now you've got a game that was worth, you know, 20, 30 bucks. You replace the battery, you screwed up, and now it's worth nothing. So. We don't mess with the batteries. Well, that's smart. That's smart. Now, I I know there are places that will replace the batteries, but you don't even need to if you got this. Yeah. I mean, if you got this right here. That's why th- that console's yeah. so cool. Yep, it's fun. And for all those old ones, too, for any of those like, kind of save files, yeah. you know, like the original Zelda or any of those kind of ones. Yeah. It, funny, we still run across Dragon Warriors for the NES where the save batteries are good, which really? blows my mind. But must have been a good company they were buying from Man, or something. Man, they must have just gotten really good batteries because you're maybe. right. But, uh, but most of those aren't aren't any any good on there too but um speaking of the original Le- legend of zelda though there was a really great they, if you've ever seen the hyrule historia it's that book that nintendo put out oh, it's, yeah, all, yeah. it's all like the lore of zelda yeah they put out another book which if that's the lore of zelda this is like the development and creative process oh, okay like zelda. this is it's, the behind oh, the scenes way yeah cool. and one of the things and they're so cool i don't know if anybody's ever seen this outside of nintendo but it was from a really early build of the first Zelda, like a, like oh, wow. a beta build of the yeah. Zelda, which never would have left the building. Yeah. And it was a picture, this is really cool, it was a picture of the stage select screen in Zelda 1. Before they had decided it was going to have an a overworld giant map. and they figured that out, yeah. it was literally a game where you just, it was a series of dungeons. Oh, so it was literally going to be just a dungeon crawler. So you crawler. just picked Zelda. Yeah. You just picked Dungeon One, but you could do it out of order, I guess, or something. But just Dungeon One, Dungeon Two, Dungeon Three, and yeah. so it's this neat looking screen with a forest and an entrance and just a little screen of. St- it's just that was just so wow. cool to me to see that because it was like that's something that well, I think it's because Zelda's one of those games that like people that love Zelda fucking love Zelda. It's like created yeah. a genre, yeah, and a good one, yeah. And I, I think with me, I, I it missed the boat a little bit because, like I said, I played and beat the first one. I beat Link to the Past. But then during the years that I had my Super Nintendo, I didn't have the – I think I was just too young, and I didn't have the patience 
to sit down with games like that where there was a lot of reading involved and a lot of story. Like it's a lot I, of game. Yeah, it's a lot of game. A lot of and, searching. Yeah, and for me, I just didn't have the patience. But right. now that I'm older, I'm getting back to these touchstone games. Prime yeah. example, you were showing me your neon Genesis Evangelon pachinko machine which is awesome but like we have fun here at hq we do a handful of arcade games yeah always having a good time but no what i did is i went back and i watched it because now that i'm living in the con environment there's these touchstone things that, yeah. in my opinion, yeah, you need to know. Yeah, if you've never seen Evangelion, yeah. You need to see yeah. it. So Gosh. I watched the original series. It's been so many series. years since I watched that series. It was really good. The other thing I just got done doing was Harry Potter. Because oh, I'd okay. never seen Harry Potter. Oh, so wow. I watched all of them like in the oh, course of a week stuff. and a half. Yeah. Middle of the road for me. It really wasn't my <laughs> cup of tea, but I, like, I got through You don't it. like whimsical kind of yeah. stuff? Yeah. Like, I, I, it's funny. I own all the extended cuts of uh-huh. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I don't think I've watched a one of them. Like, Because they're got, like nine-hour well, versions. That's true. That's true. I probably need to just get the regular version. That was like our joke about the flight to Japan. You could watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and you'd still only be halfway there. Oh. <laughs> How long is the flight to Japan? It was, uh, it's like three hours to Detroit and another like 14 from Detroit to Japan. 14 hours on an airplane, more than half a day on an airplane. That's got to be insane. It's a long What'd time. What'd you do the whole time? Just watch movies and shit? Listen to, well, you were mentioning like Harry Potter on yeah. that too. Do you ever like read or listen to audiobooks? Uh, I, I don't listen to them. I mean, I've listened to them before. Yeah. It's not something I regularly do, yeah. but I've heard that that's really cool. There's and they've a, got the ones now where it's like comic books. Oh, but they're they that. do it. They're audio comic books, but uh-huh. they actually have like sound effects. Sound effects, right? yeah, sound effects and shit. And they're like they've got. Didn't they had those on like cassette when we were kids too, like the choose your own. They adventure probably did, but I know uh, <laughs> it was a couple years ago. My buddy Wood and his wife Helen and Nate and Nate's wife Shelby and their kids like they they drove all the way from Florida to Seattle. And when they moved back, they bought a bunch of them. And, like, basically... Listen to them with the kids. Yeah, That's because cool. basically, like, you could get, like, Crisis on Infinite Earths. And it was, like, the whole story. <laughs> Whoa, that would be really fucked up to listen yeah. to. <laughs> but, like... like you, I think I had to read that book, like, three times to understand what the hell was going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, you, you'd have, like, these big stories or, like, Nightfall or something like that. Oh, it, but, good. like, each, each character oh, yeah. is a different voice actor. They That's have, um, like... There's a narrator, of course, but right. then there's sound effects and shit too. I think so. I've heard of those before. So yeah, I was mentioning it because um, I'm 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 on the, I'm on the last book now of uh, the Dresden Files. Oh nice, the fifteenth book. Yeah. Which if you've never heard of, if you've never actually listened to it, or if you watch the crappy sci-fi show, yeah. so you don't understand what it was, it's it's like adult Harry Potter, oh, exactly but it's a private it investigator. Yeah. I, you, have you ever watched any of it or listened I, to it before? I I have watched some of the show, but yeah, a don't, good don't base on the show. No no no, a good friend of mine read yeah. all of them, oh, yeah. and like he I'm would. Explain him to me, and so I was good. like, "That sounds like oh, the coolest yeah. thing ever." Parkour, yeah. The, um, uh, James Marsters, who played Spike on Buffy, yeah. Uh, he he is Dresden, like he does oh, his he does voice. The voice? That. Yeah. But the thing is, he voices the whole book. Oh wow! So he will like go to talk about. You know, if like no spoilers for anybody, right. but but someone that works with Dresden and it's a girl and does their voice and then goes to do the voice of one of the queens of fairy and does their voice and like he will like he'll do to do a monster's voice and he'll be like, what do you want? You know, like he'll change yeah, his voice. Like he'll he, change his he voice, acts, but he it's, does like a whole radio show. Yeah, to do these books. Himself, He's yeah. so good. And so I listened to a lot of those on the planes. I watched like five movies. Oh, I, I, I got. I'm not gonna lie. I I, I finally was like, okay. Fuck it. I'll watch Suicide Squad. Whatever. What'd you think? I'll watch it. Okay. You know, like it? I fast-forwarded through the last 20 minutes. Did you really? It was just a bunch oh, okay. of explosions and whatever the hell those Egyptian people were supposed to be. And I loved it. But that's just me. I'm, I don't a, know. I'm a wackadoo. Yeah, so. but those... D- okay, reading a lot of DC and liking... I love DC a lot, more than Marvel even so. Yeah. And how they... they DC does really good... Animated movies. Oh yeah, you know the 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 Suicide Squad movie that came out a year or so ago, and yeah. I finally watched Killing Joke. I mean, I've read that book a dozen yeah. times, obviously. What did but, you think of the Killing oh, Joke? That was fucking amazing. I thought it was Mark too. Hamill freaking nailing yeah. that. Was just and it was so dark, and I love that. There, yeah. the whole Barbara Gordon going to her a little yeah, bit too yeah, much yeah, was yeah. kind of weird. They decided that to I do that. I didn't like. That but, was the but only was thing I didn't good. like. But, but they've the done awesome. like the Justice League's animated movies oh, yeah. that they've done are and the so new Teen so Titan good. Ones that are doing. I oh. haven't seen that one yet, but that's no, I saw one of them. Yeah, the verses, the, the Justice, yeah, League, Justice League where versus, the whole the, and then next yeah. month is the Judas contract, oh, sweet. which is going to be awesome. But those are so good, and I just I don't know where I don't understand why they never they never quite hit the mark on the live ones. Like I I, I liked Batman versus Superman, okay. Yeah. I liked Man of Steel, okay, but but I like Deadpool a lot more. 
you know. Yeah. And I liked some. I liked the Marvel movies and the Avenger movies a lot more, unfortunately. And I just don't yeah. think. I think they get the DC ones. They get so hung up in the actor. And so it's like, oh, it's Margot Robbie. She's amazing. It's like she is. It's like her Harley was just okay. okay. And the character design for her Harley, not her fault, was yeah. just weird. Yeah. And it's like, we got Will Smith as Deadshot. Like, holy shit, you got Will Smith as Deadshot? Yeah. So we're going to focus the whole movie around Deadshot because it's Will Smith. But like, And it's really not Deadshot. It's Will Smith with superpowers. Like, yeah. It, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, since Will Smith has come back, because for a while he would only do roles. Like Bagger if, Vance and shit. Well, Bagger Vance, but then he would only do roles if his son got a role. Because he was really right. trying to get his son into, right. like, acting. So he was right. like, I'll only do your movie if you give my right. son a part. I play my son's father. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and then once he figured out his son couldn't act worth the shit, and he's like, well, I still got to make money. He's like, okay, I'm going to act again. I don't think he's hurting. No, he's not hurting. He's still getting that. Fresh Prince of Bel Air oh, money, so and another Men in Black on the way, right? Uh, oh, hopefully. Oh, I'll tell you I my Men in Black story. Are they doing a, a crossover with, the, with something? The, the the Twenty One Jump Street? Yeah, yeah I think and that's I was actually like, happening. That it sounds like and, the greatest and what's thing his ever. Name? Jo- Jonah Hill is right, oh, which he's yeah. a good writer. So, oh, but man. they just, I just don't think they ever. I think that like like Green Lantern, yeah, comic book Green Lantern. I love yeah. Green Lantern. I love what Jeff Johns did with Rebirth. I'm sorry yeah. if you don't, but Rebirth yeah. on Flash and Rebirth on not not Flash. Point and and the White Lantern crap, but the yeah. Rebirth on Flash and and Green Lantern, I loved that. Yeah. When I got to meet him at MegaCon before he became big wig at DC and yeah. got him to sign a couple of mine, it was like, dude, I love what you're doing with this. Yeah. It was just so so great. But when it was like, we got Ryan Reynolds this, this, as Green Lantern, this is gonna be great, and you know Ryan Reynolds was pumped about it, and the script was just shit. Yeah. And it was like, what did you fucking do? Now it's going to be another ten or twelve years, and they're going to have to no, reboot they're, it. No, they're they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna do it, 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 but it's going to be space. It's going to be the Green Lantern Corps. Green Lantern isn't in the Justice League movie because how badly they fucked up that yeah. movie. So that's the reason Period. why they're going to have to wait till later down the line to get Green Lantern in. But and that just sucks yeah. to me. Like I'm looking at that that last Justice League trailer. Yeah. is. Awesome. That's dope. I fucking I love Jason Momoa being cast. Jason as Momoa is I mean, my spirit the animal. Newer Aquaman. If you a lot of people don't give Aquaman a chance because the old Aquaman is so goofy and yeah. they make fun of you know the robot chicken make yeah, fun yeah. of him and duly so because it's fucking hilarious. And Entourage. You remember that was yeah. a running joke on that show. But forever. the newer Aquaman is so fucking badass. Yeah. Him and Queen Mara just run around fucking shit, shit up. up. And, like I still have as my like iPad screensaver. Like no, I got this. What are you gonna do? Summon fish and like dark. Besides, freaking insect warriors are coming to coming to get them, and they're flying over the ocean. And he just makes fucking great white sharks jump up out of the ocean yeah. and eat them all whole. And it's like, yeah. no, that's what he does. And then he fights like Batman, uh, like a Batman or another badass yeah. as a superhuman in the fight too. Yeah. So casting him as that was great. Yeah. I, I love the Flash, the TV show, I the Flash. Too. That's it's, actually my favorite. I think of I all the CW too. shows. Even, I loved Green Arrow. I did, but I it's taking Flash a turn. I well, think once because they're trying the Flash, to make it too Batmany. Yeah, they're trying to make it too Batman. But I was so I was kind of bummed when they didn't we didn't cast that kid as the Flash in the movie. I was pissed too. But but I like the I like the the, the way they're going with it and the yeah. guy that's doing it. And we all know that Batfleck is a little bit a little bit weird. But the yeah. guy that's playing. Stone, the guy that's playing Cyborg. Yeah. That looks really cool. Yeah. I like Gal Gadot. I, yeah. I like I liked Man of Steel. All right, ending was yeah. a little bit weird, but but the 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 um that he he's good. Yeah. He's a good Superman. Yeah. He does a he does a good job. Henry Cavill. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got the makings of if what they, could be they, a good they, movie. In my opinion, here's the thing they got to do. They have to stick the landing on this Justice League because if they if <laughs> I mean Wonder Woman can go either way. In yeah. my opinion. But if they don't stick the landing with Justice League, they're gonna just have to fucking start I over. I think the reshoots on the reshoots uh, when Batman vs Superman didn't do too well. It's funny. I didn't go see Batman vs Superman in theaters. Oh wow! So especially after hearing the initial reviews, and yeah. I was like, oh no, come on! I got really sad, depressed yeah. about it, you know. But um, hearing the initial reviews, I was like, oh man. So I didn't see it the first time until the Ultimate Edition came out. Okay, and I'm like. What's everybody complaining about? This is a this is an. I mean, it's see that ultimate edition is what fixed. changed the game because it fixed everything. I read about it yeah. afterwards, so no spoilers. The whole the whole how did Superman not know there was a bomb and yeah, you know it's yeah. like because it was lead lined and it's like yeah. I guess in the theatrical he just it didn't, didn't pay yeah, attention. He didn't pay attention. And then yeah. like when all the people get killed at the thing and they blame on Superman, it's like how they got shot with bullets? How what, did Superman show up with a gun? Yeah. And then they the heat vision is like. That all made sense in the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. 
See, I saw it opening night. Yeah, opening night, I saw it and I was like, "This is good. It's not great." But then when I watched the Ultimate Edition, I said, "Okay, this is really good." If you'd seen that as the original, I I, think people would have complained less. I think because of that, I think they did a a lot of reshoots on Suicide Squad, and I think they fucked it up. I think I think they should have left it alone. I think, I think so too. Yeah. I think he freaked out. I think Snyder freaked out. He thought yeah. that they that there was a lot of stuff that was screwed up in it, and yeah. I think that like he like overcorrected. Said, I I I was kind of with it, and it was okay, but I was getting really sick of all the dead shot stuff. Yeah, and that I did. I fast forwarded. I I fast forwarded through the last twenty minutes, and I got the gist of what happened. And Helicopter like, I'm okay. blew up. That building blew up. They killed all these things. I think somebody got hurt. The end. Yeah, you were okay with it, just like that. I was You're on like, a 14 hour flight to Japan, and I you still had nothing better to do, and you still fast forwarded. And I was like, I'm gonna watch Mad Max again instead. Yeah, I don't want to like, watch the last 20, 30 minutes of this because it's the same damn. Th- and it, un- un- unfortunately, I was kind of bummed by that, yeah. you know, because I really wanted to. Well, I loved it. But speaking of things I love, <laughs> is hanging out with my good buddy Buck, and this is just part one. We got part two coming here at you oh, on snap. Friday. We talk uh, about Japan. Oh, yeah, we're definitely doing that when we come back from part two. <laughs> so, basically, how you guys can find us, you can hit us up at HH Podcast Show. Also, you can send us your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And don't forget to send your questions for Buck, the Mega Buck. Put Ask the Buck in the header oh. on the email and send your questions for him because I know you've got them. Also, find us on facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And you can hear all of our later episodes, episodes we've already aired, some even including the Megabuck himself, at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And of course, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags you want to use on the Twitter machine. Hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag HH podcast show, and of course, as always, hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. Later.